Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Let's start with something that sounds completely ridiculous to the normal human being. Someone once told me that the body's not built to run even one marathon. It's just not right for the body, even though we know it goes on all the time. So can you imagine running 100 kilometers a day and then finishing it off after 21 days with, a, you, know, a, a, you know, a small little 130k run? Well, that's what Emma Timmis did from December 18, ran from the top of the country to the bottom of the country. In 20 days, 17 hours and 17 minutes. It's a soon-to-be-ratified world record. Now, the old record, just to put this in context, the old record was 35 days and 27 minutes. This amazing woman, Emma Timmis, joins us now on SNZ. Good morning to you, Emma. Good morning. When you when you say that, it uh, sounds a lot more impressive than it did beforehand. <laughs> well, it's incredibly impressive. Or I could say, are you just bonkers? Oh yeah, completely. I accept that one too. <laughs> let's let's look at this. It took a while to plan this. Uh, four years is my understanding. Yeah. What was what drove you to do this? So I I love ultra long distance running it's a big passion of mine and i've been in new zealand for six years now and four years ago like you say i decided that i wanted to do this um do the run to see new zealand and to push my body and my mind as much as i could but unfortunately four years ago when i planned it i suffered with a leg injury that put a hold to all of my running for quite a few years and then i had an operation and got my leg fixed and then when i finally got back into my running about a year and a half ago i decided it was kind of a good time to try and push myself and do it but in that three years where i wasn't really able to run i really struggled with my own mental health and kind of lost my sense of identity and my sense of purpose in life because running was such a huge thing Mm. for me i struggled with depression and anxiety and then when I was able to run again and get back into it and decided that I wanted to do the length of New Zealand run, I decided that I really wanted to raise awareness and money for youth mental health as well. So the two things kind of all tied in together. So yes, it's kind of been a four-year process of me planning this, but a lot happened in that four years and there was a lot of growth and development within myself and a lot of kind of a change in the way that I approach things and how I wanted to do this and the reasons for wanting to do it as well. So, you know, it all kind of came together within the last month of me being physically and mentally capable of doing this run, but also raising money and awareness for youth mental health. And I've just ticked over my target of $21,000 for Youth Line, which is amazing. I, I've I've done a little bit of running a long time ago, right? I think I completed a couple of half marathons, and and what I discovered, and this is I'm, I'm intrigued to know, it becomes an addiction that if you don't yes. get your run, you suddenly go, oh, I'm not there. The fact that you had three years out, did it? Did you realise you were addicted to running, and that's what sent you down that path of depression? I think for me, there was a, a whole variety of different things. Yes, there is exactly like you're saying. That I, I guess the way that I view it is more that you know when you do exercise and when you run, it releases all of those real happy hormones like... Um, yeah, you just feel mm. good because mm. it's releasing the good hormones. But then also for me, you know, I've run since I was 12 years old. It's a huge part of who I am. There's not really been that many times in my life where I've not been able to run. So just that huge 
piece of my life that's missing, you know, what, whatever someone might be into, maybe someone's into reading books and then all of a sudden they can't read or they're into baking and they can't bake, you know, when that thing that you truly love is taken away from you, you really feel quite lost and that was, that was a huge thing for me, just really missing that part of me. So how do you go about rebuilding yourself mentally? Yeah, well, one of the things that came out of this is that I'd never really struggled that much with my mental health before. And even though I could empathize and sympathize with people that had had that, I never really knew how it actually felt. And I think going through depression and anxiety myself felt it, it was horrendous for me. I felt really, really terrible. And one thing that I drew on from that was no matter how bad I felt during the run, no matter how much I wanted to stop and how terrible I was feeling, I would never feel as low as I felt during those times. So that was something I could really draw on and say, you know what, there are other people out there that are feeling that terrible and I'm raising money and awareness for those people. So that kind of pushed me through when I was struggling in the run. 20 days, 17 hours and 17 minutes. How much training per week? How many Ks do you have to put on your feet just to be ready to do that? Yeah, quite a lot. <laughs> um, so it all it all changed throughout. Obviously, I was building up my fitness. Um, the longest distance that I did throughout a whole week was 184 kilometers, which, you know, it sounds massive, but actually compared to doing 100 a day, it's, it's still a long way off. Okay, so 100 Ks a day. You heard my intro, though. Someone said to me, the body's just not built to, build to, built to do a, a marathon. You're doing two and a bit a day. What do you say to that? I I personally think that the human body is capable of so much more than we're aware. I think I think people could probably even do more than I did. There were other obstacles that got in the way during my 21 days that prevented me from doing more. And yeah, I just I think we underestimate what our human body is capable of. I think there's there's a lot more in the tank. You said uh, that you wanted to see New Zealand. Uh, at one point, did you actually see New Zealand, or were you just biting back pain? <laughs> I've basically seen four metres in front of my feet on the ground for the, the whole length of New Zealand. So, yeah, every now and then I would glimpse around and see the beautiful views, but mostly it was just looking at the floor and making sure I don't fall over. Yeah, but that's, but that's an enormous mental challenge when you're looking at tarmac or the, the booms of the yeah. roads every day for 20 days, 17 hours and 17 minutes. Yeah, and... There were many people that came and ran with me during the whole 21 days and a lot of the time I was saying to those people, this is all a mental game. It was not so much about the running, um, it was more just about tolerance of the roads, tolerance of the vehicles, tolerance of the drivers, tolerance of the noise. The noise running down State Highway 1 is just mind-blowing. You, know, you, you can't think because the noise is so loud and it's literally right next to you. So it's, it's definitely more of a mind game than a physical game, I would say. Did you at all feel unsafe when you're running down State Highway 1? Oh, massively. Most really? of the time, to be honest. Really? Yeah, yeah. What do yeah. I mean? We, we obviously, uh, you had uh, crews before and after you, making sure that they they knew there was a a runner on the road. But did everybody take yeah. notice of that? Um, no. So actually, on Christmas Day, my partner was cycling behind me, and he got hit by a car. So that was one of the many obstacles that we had to face along the way. What do you learn about yourself when you do these? Um, I think it's just learning that that we can achieve anything. You know, there was not any point during the run that I saw it as a 21-day run. It was for me. It was 
multiple versions of a 10k run, multiple versions of a 5k run, just breaking it all down. And when you break down any huge task, it becomes manageable and you can chip away at it and you can achieve something. And, you know, that can just be put to anything in life, whatever you want to achieve, you just break it down and slowly chip away at it. And before you know it, you've done. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued because uh, we're talking ultra, ultra, ultra distance here. Is there any time during these days that you you hit the wall and you go, oh, hang on, I'm only six, seven, ten days through and I've still got a long way to go? And who do you turn to to get yourself back up the next day? Um, I wouldn't say that I necessarily felt that exactly as you're saying, just because I, I'm very aware that if you start thinking, you know, oh, I'm only on day three and I've got so far to go, that it can be overwhelming and you really need to have control of your mind to be able to get through something like this. So I was always only focusing on the moment. Every single moment when I was on the roads, I would just think, just do the very best that you can in this moment right now. If the very best that you can do is walking, then you walk. If the very best that you can do is jogging, then you jog. If you can run, fantastic. But I would only ever focus on that moment. And that that is what got me through, just thinking, right now I'm doing the best I can. And that is whatever it is at the time. Emma, you've admitted looking at four metres in front of you for most of this run. But was there any particular part of the run you went... Wow, how lucky am I to be in this country running on these roads? Oh, yeah, so many times, actually. But I I would say that the most spectacular um, environment I was in and the the time that sticks with me most is the very far north, you know, around Cape Rianga. It's spectacular. It's just out of this world how beautiful it is. And I'm so glad that I got to see it. I, I always maintain one of the you have little wins on runs, and the, particularly for me, a little win would always be getting up a big hill. What was the biggest hill you had to deal yeah. with? Oh, good question. I'm not sure. So, around the North Island, there was um, the Brinderwind yep. and the Bombay Hills. So, I don't, re- I can't recall what actual elevation the very top of those is but they were just kind of constant and windy and they were actually really beautiful and like you say it's it's kind of a little win it's a little challenge with yourself you're like i'm getting near the top and just keep chipping away at it so i actually really enjoyed those moments oh so you're 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 a bit of a masochist because you like the long drawn out (laughs) hill rather than the short sharp i'll get it up there Yeah, 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 I think so. You probably hit the nail on the head there. We we, we have to talk about the physical toll it has taken on your body. Uh, I I read uh, the hip uh, played up a little bit, or was it a leg? It was, yeah, so it was my right leg. So the camber on the side of the road across State Highway 1 is very tough on the body. Sometimes it's quite a steep, sharp camber at the side of the road. Sometimes it's more gentle, but it's pretty much always there. And after, I don't know, probably after five days of running on it, you become very, very sensitive to it. So the whole of my right leg is pretty much injured from the toe to the hip and had to deal with multiple days of the injuries getting so bad that I didn't know if I could go anywhere anymore. But luckily, people just came out and helped me. It was amazing. The the community that kind of gathered around me during this run was just mind-blowing. I had physios, acupuncturists, osteopaths come out and help me whenever I was struggling. It was absolutely amazing. How many pairs of shoes did you go through? Um, four pairs of shoes in the end. Although all? I wouldn't say that any of them all? are completely worn through. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quite incredible. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, they're not they're not fully worn through either. They're still still wearable shoes. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm opening up a chance here to you to plug the brand of shoe that you use for anyone that wants to go ultra running oh. or running in general. So I'm, I'm giving you that opportunity yes. right now. I I was very lucky to be sponsored by New Balance, and their shoes saved my feet as well. So All right, very so, very lucky. So if anyone wants to run over 100 k's or over 50 k's, New Balance is the way to go. Yeah. I have a question for you, um, a texter yeah. who is uh, pretty happy as saying Logan and Christ. She says it's great to finally get an ultra runner on the news. It's rare these days. Can you ask Emma <gasps> what is the next actual event here? Is the next actual event will be, and will she be at the Northburn 100 miler in March? Oh, <laughs> I, I'm not that confident my feet will be capable of running anywhere by March, I'm afraid. But I, I have looked at Northburn in the past. It's been on the list. But this year, I'm going to have to sit that one out. What sort of uh, course is the 100 miler in Northburn? Uh, it's a it's a 100 mile, it's a looped race. I think it's three loops and obviously 100 miles you go for a long time. So you go through the night. And again, it's another one of those where the community feel is pretty nice you know everyone comes through the aid stations they're all cheering each other on and encouraging each other so, yeah, are you done cool. are you done with this I, I say that i say i am after every everything that i do i'm always like that's it that's the end and then within a few weeks i'll be like oh this sounds like a good idea um can't answer that question right now because my feet are so swollen that I, i'm not capable of doing anything but there's, oh there's nothing imminently on on the radar your feet are swollen. Can you put actually shoes back on, or is it? I'm starting to feel a little no. sick in the stomach. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, no, I can't put shoes on at the moment. I've not had any shoes on since finishing on Friday night. Oh gosh! So how long will it take yeah. for the swelling to go down? I'm not sure. One, I woke up this morning and my left foot is looking more like a foot rather than a balloon. So that one might be on the way to healing. My right foot, however, is still. More like a melon. Okay, so, so that's not a great sell to be an ultra runner. Thanks very much. I appreciate that one. <laughs> I'm starting to feel now. I'm starting to feel queasy. Emma, can, uh, when will it be? When will it be ratified as a world record? Um, so I've not even got home yet. Actually, I'm still on my way back home. Um, so once I get home, I've got a big job of uploading all of the evidence that we've gathered over the last. 21 days and then I send that off to Guinness and then they have to take their time going through everything with a fine tooth comb and making sure that I've done everything absolutely correctly so it, it could be a little while yet well it sounds like it's worthy of a world record congratulations Emma 20 days 17 hours and 17 minutes top to the bottom of New Zealand uh, look after those feet and uh, I'm sure we'll hear from you again I think a book should be in the wind yeah, yeah, that is that is definitely on the cards. Emma, thanks so much, and, and look after yourself. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Emma Timmis, there you go. 2,100 2100 kilometres, 20 days, 17 hours and 17 minutes. Let me just remind you the old record, 35 days.